Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you from Paraguay as we continue traveling in South America. And we're only here for a few days as we travel between Brazil and Bolivia. But what are your impressions of Paraguay? Well, I knew very little about Paraguay before coming here, and now I know a lot more. So I'm glad that we came. I'm glad that I have a better understanding of this country uh, because it's not very well understood. It's not very well known. Most foreigners who are traveling around South America don't come to Paraguay. Uh, it doesn't really have a lot of obvious tourist attractions. Um, it does have a waterfall, which would probably be a much more famous attraction if it didn't have the bad luck of being right next to the Iguazu Falls, which are the best waterfalls in the world, as we discussed in a previous episode. Um, so we didn't even go to those waterfalls because we had just seen Iguazu, and it, it didn't seem to make much sense to go. Um, the main site that we did visit was the Jesuit missions. Um, so we can talk a little bit more about that. And then Asuncion, the capital, and uh, we did see several things, several different museums and places of interest in the capital. So yeah, my impressions are that it's kind of a, a quiet, sleepy country where not a lot happens. Um, it seems very peaceful, very chilled out. Uh, we don't get hassled here at all. I was walking around Asuncion on my own for a few hours this afternoon and was pleasantly surprised to see that even as a woman, you know, on her own, I really didn't get unwanted attention, um, which does happen a lot of times in other places. So... Um, overall, I have a favorable impression of Paraguay, and I'm glad that I spent some time here, even if it was just a few days. Yeah, like you said, uh, almost nobody else seems to come here. We've only seen a couple of other international tourists, and on our previous two major trips in South America, we didn't consider coming to Paraguay. Um, but it's been nice that we've been able to fit it in this time. We had an interesting first impression of it, I think, because mm -hmm. we crossed over from Brazil. And it's basically a triple border between Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. Brazil and Argentina share the Iguazu Falls. Paraguay missed out on the Iguazu Falls, but it's also uh, really close to both those countries. And even when we came to Foz de Iguazu, which is the town on the Brazilian side that you use as the base for the falls, even coming into that town from Curitiba, about five or six hours before we reached it, we were already seeing billboards on the side of the highway for shopping in Paraguay. Right. And so it's obviously something that affluent Brazilians do who live in the Paraná, which is the area of Brazil that's closest to Paraguay, is that they come over on weekends or other times to go shopping in Paraguay because it's cheap and because there's a lot of um, options there. And so it's just this one particular city that's right opposite the border. And mm -hmm. it's called Cidade del Este, so it's the eastern city or the city of the east. And we literally walked over a bridge from the Brazilian side to the Paraguayan side, and then that was it. That was our entry into Paraguay and we are in this unusual town that's just this crazy shopping town. It's a very unusual town and like you said it attracts a lot of Brazilian shoppers and I'm sure a lot of Argentinian shoppers as well because uh, there are low taxes, low import taxes in Paraguay so you can get things like electronic goods 
uh, much more cheaply in Paraguay than you can in Brazil or Argentina. And apparently there's a lot of um, contraband. I don't know if that's really the right word. That's the word that they use in Spanish. Um, but a lot of, you know, fake goods uh, that are sold there, or perhaps even stolen goods that are sold there. So it's uh, it has kind of a bad reputation. And yeah, it wasn't a very positive first impression, I must say. But that's probably what Paraguay is known for among Brazilians and Argentinians, is mm -hmm. that you can go there and go shopping. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, we walked across into the city and then we got out of there pretty quickly because we weren't really interested in, in the shopping or in anything else that, that was in that area. And as you mentioned, we went down to the south of Paraguay to see some of these Jesuit missions. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are 30 Jesuit missions or ruins of former Jesuit missions that are in Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil, all you know, in the similar area where it's close to the borders of all the countries. And we've actually been to one of them in Argentina before. Mm -hmm. um, and so this time we went to a couple of them in Paraguay. There are, I think, eight in Paraguay or seven. I think eight in Paraguay. There were 30 in total. Right. 15 in Argentina and seven in Brazil. And so that was really the thing that we knew before we came about Paraguay is that there were these Jesuit missions. Um, and so we decided to go and, and see those and they were quite interesting. They were. And uh, I first saw, the first time that I saw the first mission in Paraguay was actually at night. Uh, we arrived in the evening and they had what they called a sound and light show, um, which you decided to skip because we'd had a long day of traveling and you didn't really want to do any more tourism at that point but I was intrigued by the sound and light show which is not really what it was it was really a guided tour of the ruins at night when they're all lit up with spotlights and it was really beautiful that is definitely going to be you know my fondest memory and the memory that really sticks with me the most of Paraguay I expect will be the image of the ruins of that mission when it's lit up at night because it was just really atmospheric, really beautiful. I found it very, very calming and peaceful and meditative. And I did go the following night, so you I did, did get to see it after all. <laughs> uh, so the Jesuits are known formally as the Society of Jesus. It's a um, order within the Catholic Church, and so they were very active in uh, spreading their religious message during the colonial period here in South America and elsewhere, but especially here in South America. And so it's quite an interesting kind of sub-history as well um, that they set up these missions and they had local people coming to live there and they had a maximum of 5,000 people living in each mission. And when uh, missions got full, they would just build a new one. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, in, in that way they would organize the local people in ways that they hadn't been organized before and give them education and things like that because the Jesuits are most famous for being educators among the other, or compared with the other uh, Catholic orders. Mm -hmm. And and so it's quite interesting. So you go and you see ruins of these churches and then these other uh, buildings, residential buildings, and perhaps other secular buildings and, and schools. And like we said, there's 30 of them scattered around these three countries. And so they're all in various states of repair or disrepair. But um, yeah, they're very atmospheric and uh, it's quite interesting. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you can look at the issue from lots of different angles. Um, you know, I mean, there are a lot of negative aspects of a foreign culture coming in and, 
you know, imposing a foreign religion and things like that onto an indigenous people. Uh, but I think the Jesuits did uh, do a better job, or they did it in a better way than most of the other colonizers of the time. They were much more respectful of uh, the local culture, and they, you know, lived with the Guarani, with the indigenous people in these missions. And like you said, there was a big focus on education. And um, yeah, it they were treated much better than they were by other Spanish colonizers. So, you know, it's a complicated history. And that's another thing that I was happy to, to learn more about while we were there. So we spent a couple of days exploring these missions, and then we spent the last three days in the capital, Ascension, um, which you described quite aptly, I think, as being a little bit rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a... It's not a very well-kept city, so you have lots of, you know, broken sidewalks and broken streets with lots of potholes in them. Um, but there's some beautiful street art, some beautiful murals on the sides of buildings, and definitely enough sites to keep you busy for a couple of days. Yeah, you can certainly see that the level of development is lower than Brazil, which is where we've come from. Um... But yeah, it's a kind of an interesting mix, especially here in downtown Asuncion, because you've got some colonial buildings, you've also got some modern international chains in terms of restaurants like TGI Fridays, mm -hmm. uh, McDonald's and Burger King are here, um, but then that's just all kind of mixed in with local businesses and, and local very basic restaurants and things like that. So it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting place to walk around and, and see that contrast between the, the different elements of the city. Mm-hmm. And so, after our short but sweet time in Paraguay, we are now heading to Bolivia. Yes, via Argentina, because that's apparently going to be the, the quickest and the most comfortable way, even though there is a border between Paraguay and Bolivia, but apparently the roads are not that good in Paraguay, and so we're going to take the long way around because we think that that's going to be a lot more comfortable. So we'll see. All right, we'll see you there. listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.